Yeah, this is DJ Alchemy, one part of Mise on Guard. Uh, big ups, Fly Fidelity podcast for having us. It's been a pleasure. This is Panra, big ups, Fly Fidelity podcast, one part of Mise on Guard. Yeah, this is Mise on Guard, one third, Impulse. Shout out to Fly Fidelity podcast. Appreciate the look. Marginal protection in stores now. Mise on Guard! First, First I, I say, say, what, what we're gonna, gonna do. do. Then, then you, you say, say, I don't know. What do you wanna do? What we're gonna do? What you wanna do? I have an idea. You're gonna dig this. The Fly Fidelity Podcast is the solution. It's the best. Check it out. You wanna get super fly, fly. Details just ahead. Do you love credible content, but, but, but hate how long you have to wait? And who wants super thick and frothy dumpster juice with rat corpses in it? There's a better way. Fly Fidelity. Fly Fidelity. Fly Fidelity. Fly Fidelity. Fly. Fly. Fly Fidelity. Fidelity. Fly Fidelity Podcast. Fly Fidelity, baby. Fidelity, baby. Fidelity. With your host, Luke Bailey. Fidelity, credible content for incredible times. Joining us for episode 34, we speak to Mise on Guard, the transatlantic group consisting of members DJ Alchemy, Punra, and hailing from Virginia, Impulse. Their latest EP, Marginal Protection, is available now and streaming everywhere, including djalchemy.co.uk. Enjoy the conversation. For the people listening who aren't familiar, this might be their first time hearing about you as a group, Mise on Guard. Outside of yourselves as a group, you each have these lengthy histories and countless releases between yourselves. Can you start by introducing yourselves as respective artists outside of Mise on Guard? Go on, you go first. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I'm Panra. Uh, I'm one half of Applied Science. One fourth of Night of Boom, one seventh of Night of Hell, one <laughs> sprinkling to uh, Fire Team Alpha, uh, one fifth of Kennedy soundtrack, and one hell of a nice guy. <laughs> and one third of me's on guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, that goes without saying, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then me's on guard as well. <laughs> Frank. And um, I'm DJ Alchemy, and uh, near enough the same as Pun in, in every single group that Pun's in. Um, and plus, obviously, myself and Impulse are in Wasp 18B. Um, I think that's it. And just like just producing for various people around the world. Um, I think that's all the groups because it's literally <laughs> the two people here. I'm in every group with them. So I think, yeah. It's literally everything puns in, plus Wasp ADB with me and Impulse. Um, yeah, so Impulse, I don't know how many people are in Fireteam Alpha, but I'm one of them. Um, obviously, my uh, Mies on guard, ha- the other half of Wasp ATB, um, half of Greedy Bleeders, half of Planet of the Apes Kit, uh, one third of Built on Principle. I'm sure I'm missing a bunch. Oh, uh, you 
Eugene, we almost forgot Delusions of Grandeur with us and Shark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot that one. Shark, man. Big up fucking SMB. Star Grandeur. And uh, you're also in Baconhead, is it? Oh, uh, well, I, I work with Baconhead. I'm not in Baconhead. Oh, right. There it is. So you guys have known each other for, for a long time. Would I be right in thinking that the first time you guys worked with each other would have been for the two tracks you did on We and the Devil in 2017, Blindsided and Flawless And? How did you guys meet? What's the? How did you initially connect and cross each other's paths? Um, myself and Pun was... Um, I was doing DJ, uh, like, scratch work for a group called um, Juggernaut. It's like a rock group that D Steve Bespoken is in. And, um, yeah, I was going to practice, and they said, oh, some, uh, there's an MC coming as well who's into hip-hop. From He's from the Valleys, but he lives in Newport. And that was Pun. So we had, like, we were into the same hip-hop, same blues music, everything. Um, so we were always talking about doing something together, but at the time I wasn't doing any beats. I was just doing this and um, I just used to really annoy Joe um, to get production techniques off him. And um, yeah, we started doing a few few tracks, myself and Pun, which led into Applied Science. Um, myself and uh, Impulse, um, we, we met through a mutual friend, which is um, Human Cannon. Um, he's an amazing producer from, uh, I think he's from Pontypreed. I'm 90% sure. Yeah, he's a funny man. Nah, he's from Pontypreed. But um, he did a track with um, with Impulse um, and Bloodmouth called No Place for Promises. And the track is insane. Still, still probably in my top 10 tracks of the last like 10, 15 years. Um and I asked him, I said to him, like, who's the who's the second dude on there? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's Guy Impulse. And I was like, okay, can you put me in contact with him? Um, spoke to Impulse and then just said, oh, you know, if you want to do a track or whatever, send him a beat. And he vocaled it very quick. And it sounded wicked. So I was like, do you want to do some more? And it just snowballed from there, really. That's, and, yeah, and obviously, um, from that hookup, then, Mino and Pun. It just like naturally came into where we'd want to do something together. And I, I remember, I remember Alchemy saying the the first track was Blindsided, I believe. Uh, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And I remember Alchemy saying like I I got a killer fucking MC to jump on this man, and um I I'd already recorded my bit, and um and then he he showed me Ambal's verse and I was like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um i did i didn't i stuck with it and that track for me is is definitely um start of a friendship i think yeah we because i've guessed it on the wasp 18b stuff as well and um like we all like we all intermingle and we all you know hook up on on everyone else's stuff so it's uh it's a yeah. beautiful thing from from blindsided definitely i would say yeah. I was going to say, yeah, for, nice, nice. so to add the last little bit to that, um, when I when I first, uh, uh, Human Cannon, who I want to, and Bloodmouth, who I both want to, I want to shout them both out again, yeah. um, Human Cannon actually recommended that I reach out to you, Eugene. Yeah. Uh, right, and um, so I, I did, and I want to say Expanded Standard is what the first thing we worked on. Yeah, it was, yeah. 
And then um, I, I, I went through your catalog and I really liked Punt. And I remember you were you sent me a bunch of beats because we started working on some stuff and we got halfway through our first project, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I got a wild hair up my ass. I took like seven or eight of the beats yeah. and and then started putting stuff together with Punt in mind. Yeah. Because I mm. thought the two of us would sound fucking wicked together. Yeah. Um, especially because like I, I played pun for a bunch of my friends and there were a couple of guys that were like I don't know I don't know exactly what he's saying but he's killing it so, <laughs> that was perfect I was like well I, I understand what he's saying and I was like I get it so that's all that matters there's going to be enough people that like are not familiar with each of our slang you know what I mean so it was a nice I, I, don't, I don't I don't know what I'm saying after fucking time to be honest with you bro <laughs> But, but yeah, that was, that was the I guess the final step in that that fucking cross pollination there was um me like I, I asked I remember asking Eugene I was like do you think pun would be down yeah and uh, and it kind of and next thing you know uh, we had a we had an album together yeah pretty much. yeah that was that was mad for me that was man that first one because you like you like dropped all your verses like straight off the bat so like pretty much by the time they got to me you were done and dusted and and i was like whoa and like i i'd written for a few as well but you just tell you this as well i i definitely rewrote at least for three or four of those tracks man yeah at, at least once on each of them which tracks were they um eugene's favorite man it would be um no the be the the first one would be because if I remember the first track that we'd done that turned into a mise en garde track was Molly Ringworm. You feeling charged, kid, a hard hit, a stick and move. Jaw splitting guard, getting pistol whipped to set the mood. Body bag storage, we coming up on a shortage. When we wait for Goldilocks to eat up all the poison forage, working surplus. Search your words up or get targeted. Certified to handle arsenic, lacing our bars with it. Yeah, because yeah, I've done that on Christmas Day. Because uh, I just had my Christmas dinner and went up and made the beat and was like, oh, this is disgusting, this funk track. I think I put like a little clip on Facebook and um, and I think uh, Impulse was like, mine. <laughs> yeah, that's when I started the, that's when I started the tag and snag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If I like something, I would uh, especially, I would message you directly. But if I saw a bunch of people like commenting, like, hey, where's this going? I would yeah. just hop in. Don't worry about it. Like, that's, <laughs> like that's, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's mine. Don't worry about where it's going because it's not fucking going to you. <laughs> I think I think that's how the, the track off the Wasp 18B album came about. When, when you played me that and I was like, I want a fucking verse on this, man. And I'm pretty sure that's how we went down. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And and I, that's the beautiful thing about Mizen Guard as well, man, is that when 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 Empel sent him over, I mean, he goes in on the tracks. like So I, I knew I needed to be, like, going in as well. Like, and, and, and that's that's 
both these tracks, uh, both these EPs uh, or albums or whatever you want to call them, are uh, like hard hitting. It's us going full throttle, I think, man, and uh, that's where it comes from, definitely. Yeah. I was the, always wanted to be not better than the person that you're MCing with, but like the, the, the they push you, don't they? You know, right, to, yeah. to some better shit like and, and, and that's definitely how I felt from day yeah. one. So it's always gonna yeah. be let's have it. <laughs> yeah. So I too I literally when I was writing them, uh, uh, listening to uh, the first applied science project. You know, like that's how I familiarized myself. So I was like I want to do something basically that when I was younger, I would like commit crimes or fight to. Yeah, yeah. Someone told me to meet them at three o'clock. What am I streaming at 2.30? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, man. I mean, I think, I think with, the, with, with our first Applied Science album, it, it taught me and you to load. Like, and yeah. I know you went off and did loads of stuff. And I got to be honest, like, Big up DJ Alchemy for that, because pretty much everyone outside of the South Wales scene, and most people within the South Wales scene, let's be honest, I, I only know because I hooked up with the Hold Up Boys and and Steve and Joe and Huge, man, you know, and and Huge connects me with most of the people I do anything I do really uh, with anyone from outside of the UK is is because Huge, he's just like network, it's great. It's, absolutely fucking amazing i'm really chuffed that all my mates uh well most of my mates are really talented motherfuckers <laughs> yeah yeah well let's talk about marginal protection this is the second dp in two years following on from last year's ep disposable hopefuls what can you tell me about the significance behind that title marginal protection uh, yeah yeah so uh, I can't remember the exact, like, where that exact phrase came from, but I guess my, my thought process being, uh, initially, you know, like, safety, safety, a main thing in life. Like, everybody wants to leave the house and come home at the end of the day. So my thought process was, like, this is, like, a base protective measure. Again, like, a, like, kind of a mood thing, like, this is how I walk around every day. This, or this is how we walk around collectively. Like the energy in there, that's our resting uh, tension. You know, yeah. there's going to be like your 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 up your little peaks and valleys, but it doesn't go any lower than this. Like if I if I say that I'll do some violence to you, that's where I'm at the second that you say something to me. Mm. Uh, you don't. You don't necessarily have to do much. The second I think that I'm in danger, or the people I'm I'm in like around and care about are in danger, then this is where it starts. Yeah. You know, I'll open kind of stuff. And uh, and again, just it was to me, it was like the only uh, appropriate next step after disposable hope. You know, they, yeah. I think which and I were really in uh, like. Uh, forgive me for saying this word, but it encapsulates what you're saying at the beginning there, man. Because, like, I think with you now is, is us just, yeah, standing our ground and fighting for it, man. And it's, it's, it, it's, um, it's a GDP, man, from start to finish. I, I love the, the skit on there, the, the, with, you know, where you repeat, the, like, the hook thing over it. What's it called, man? 
density, yeah, man. That that to me is probably one of my favorite tracks on the on on the EP. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah. Yeah, I, about it, man. It's just it's yeah, bring it like let's have it. That's fucking awesome. Well when when you sent me that track, I literally I imagined um like like a, a conquering czar marching through town, like I've just cut the head off of whoever you you much, and yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm not. I don't even have it on a spike. It's still in my hand, blood dripping from his neck, and I'm, I'm, you know, we're being carried through town, and this is what's playing. This is what you know. Your townspeople. This is the song we made you learn, and that's how you greet us. Yeah. The the now, funny thing is, where you say about that that imagery, um, I've done that beat after watching um, Treme, you know, the TV show. Ah. Yeah. Uh, they were doing the, the, you know, and they were going through the the parades, and they had like the guys with the big costumes and everything, and it was just all, yeah, very like strange and like um, I don't know, it was like unnerving. The one scene is like, even though it was in the day and it was a parade, they got all these masks on and everything, and I was like, ah, oh, looks crazy. So I literally went online and I was looking for stuff with like big band. I was typing in like big band um, samples and stuff like that, and just stumbled on that one little sound, and I thought that's that's perfect, and that's kind of the imagery I had in my head as well, like stomping through somewhere, you know, with people behind you. So it's literally very close to how you were thinking as well. <clears throat> yeah, that's interest. That's interesting. The album or the EP starts with a sample from Aliens, and I was wondering how inspirational films were in the making of this EP specifically. Like you say, it is a very visual project. Yeah, the beat wise, I always. No, before you goes off of one, yes, film is in. It, listen to any of DJ Alchemy stuff, and film is involved heavily. Yeah. I, I mean, that man is is like the best film critique uh, known to man. Other than, other than the man who's interviewing us, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, the, going back to the Wasp 18B track, man, with us on it, the, the video you cut for that, I mean, it, it is like spot the movie, check yeah, which okay. one, you know, who can get a 10 kind of thing. Yeah. Well, in the, I think in the on the album, I think we got a, an intro um, from Alien. I think the other one is, uh, the other one is Belly. Um, but yeah, normally, if you hear it, if you you know when you do a beat, normally straight away you, you you're gonna I I think of something like oh, I've seen that film, that bit of dialogue would work perfect with that. You know, sometimes like never try and force it, but as soon as I've done the intro, I was like, well, we'll fit there and you know, be a good intro yeah. to an album, and that was the because I I think I watched Alien like a few days before, so it was fresh in my head as well, so. Yeah, but right. it's very important, like, uh, films, especially for, like, intro dialogue, I just think it sets the tone. And more than that, it sets the tone for the MC to put them in a certain headspace. Well, let's talk about headspaces and the content for this project, which is, you know, very political-driven, very dense. Was there a specific moment when you realised your politics aligned as much as they do with Impulse? Yeah, well, we, uh, if you remember, we spoke about this um, and I said it just it felt like, you know, because a lot of it was recorded and uh, the beats were made during like this COVID lockdown and it, and whatever else. And there was so many polarizing views on um, 
you know, which side of the fence politically you stood. And I don't think it was intended at first, you know, with no. any particular day, but it just seemed to start, you know, what what was what the tracks were becoming, that the beats were more like aggressive. And I, I like the first three I'd done, I just thought, well, I'm not going to put a, 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 a relaxed beat in there. I just want it to be straight from the start of the finish, just constant, just a constant, bar, you know, barrage. And yeah, like the political thing, it just seems to align just naturally, I think. And the, the more we spoke... I've got to be honest, though, as far as... Like, I don't, I've never sat, considered myself um, a political person. I think it happens as you get older sometimes because you realise the shit. And I, and I think that's that's unfortunately... The, the situation I'm in when I, I as I'm growing up I'm I'm understanding that things are shit in general and I think um, my sin guard is like a, a vent for a lot of fucking anger about stuff man so um w- where that manifests itself can be about me wanting to cave your head in or or wanting to kill an MP or something you know that's really I, I think personally, anyways, it it it, it, it where where we just got so pissed off with things, and it, it, particularly, and I don't want to get into that now, actually, yeah, but yeah, I think it's just anger manifested. Yeah. 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 So I wouldn't say it was political in that regard. So I was born in uh, '81, and um, I moved to a small town in like 1990, and they didn't have Black History Month in that school. So I taught Black History Month for, to my fourth and fifth grade class. And uh, so that, that, that's kind of how, like, I guess politics and all that got into my life. Yeah. I didn't really, I won't say I didn't have a choice per se, but, um, you know, it, it just, it was, it was part of it, you know? Um, right. So once I, I started interacting with Eugene, I actually started seeing that we were very alike, and we had a and then you know private dialogue that we had. I realized that there, there weren't very many differences, you know. Um, and then yeah. it also private dialogue with Hun, like he would be way more uh, opinionated and, and political in our private dialogue than he was public publicly, but we still agreed. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not that I wanted an echo chamber, but I only make music with people that I think I actually would like yeah. in real life. So yeah, that yeah. was a that was a big deal for me when I was like, I think these dudes are fucking wicked musicians, which is cool. But I actually believe I would hang out with them. I believe that we would fight for the same cause. So that was kind so of a, a no brainer. This, this is one of the things that Eugene said. Uh, that you mentioned to him a long, long time ago, man, about being pissed on our front lawns, and uh, when you come over and we all have, we we just get on it and we we go out and we just cause fucking chaos, and that and that that is literally a dream of mine, man. Like I, that that would be amazing to get you over here, like you know, because this is this is the craziest thing in regards to face to face. This is the second time that we've done this in in two days, and I've known you since God knows fucking when, and yeah. that, that's just crazy to me. I can't wait till we hook up together, and when we get on stage together, we'll blow it apart. Like. Yeah.
MCs, is there usually a timeline for how long you like to sit with a beat from Alchemy before you start writing to it? It's almost instantaneous for me. I can't actually, I, I don't think I've actually ever sat with a beat from him. Um, everything, that, everything that you hear, and Alchemy can tell you from the references, everything you hear that we do together, um, by the time you hear it, 90% of that is what it sounded like when I, when I started writing. Yeah. Um, he'll take He'll change the beat. I'm like one of us might find a vocal sample because I also uh, I love my movies and TV shows. But ninety percent of the time, when I when he sends me something, I immediately get either the first bar of the first verse or I get a chorus in my head immediately. It's not it's not far off the same for myself, man. I think my my biggest issue, and I I, I mentioned it earlier, was like when when it came over, like. Eugene's beats for me are flawless. Like, um, there are some beats that I'll listen to, and Eugene will tell you himself, man. And because we've had this conversation too, but there are some beats he'll send me, and I say, ah, oh, like I could hear, like, I, I don't know, like Joe did on that all day long, man. I could hear, like, and and uh, so I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying it's not for me. But I can definitely hear another MC on top of it, like, and and we've had right. loads of conversations about stuff like that, but yeah. um. When when Huge sends these beats over straight away, like my, my biggest issue is writing a verse or just listening to the beats because it's well worth a couple of listens to as well, you know. And I have to find myself like shit. I've been head nodding to this now for the last twenty minutes and not written a thing. Um, and then when he sends it over with a verse from Impulse on as well, it's like it's intimidating, man. You know, one MC to another, it is that. Uh, and 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 that does one or two things and you either listen to it on a loop continuously and still don't write anything or you attack it as best you can like and i and yeah. i think that's what both the beat and and impulse's input onto that as well then really fuels me to do like i i, I i'd like to think the second ep uh marginal protection is something that i is where i started to feel way more comfortable with what we're doing together and um, I feel like it, 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 it gels a bit more as well. Yeah, That's interesting. Speaking of gelling, man, what is it that works for yourselves collaborating with each other? What is it that works for you as Punra? And what is it that works for you as Impulse about making music together? And the sick MC. It's as simple as that for me. It doesn't go any further than that. He's a sick MC. And, and as he just said himself, we've had uh, private conversations over Facebook and whatnot. Um, it, 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 it kills to not have met him in the flesh, but that will happen. And, yeah. uh, but, you know, it, it, he's, he's, he's good people. That's the best thing to say, really, there. And, uh, and, and when he raps, he, 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 he's easily in my top five. So there you go. Fan buying it. <laughs> <coughs> well, and, and to add a personal thing, uh, I, I respect the, the parents and man, that ton is. Um, I, I'm always, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of other quality fathers. 
Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. family men. And have- the, the love I know he has, for, that was one of the immediate attractions. Like, I, I Joe uh, all that, uh, and then we interacted. I, I still remember a few times, like, waiting to hear back from him, and he's like, oh, sorry, I was doing this or that with the family. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, an apt reason for a delay, you know? Yeah. So, Speaks volumes. Yeah, the see all around, from what I can tell, and, and all all evidence presented, solid individual and a man that stands for his family. What about yourself, Eugene? As an, as a producer, as Alchemy, what is it that sticks out and it's different working with Pern and working with Impulse? Um, yeah, it's it's just hitting on what Dancer uh, was said as well. I think if you align with somebody. Um, you know, I just think it generally lends itself to being more natural and, and, and you know, you can be really honest with each other. Things don't work. You know, there's no, there's no, you know, hard feelings if they're like, now nah, that beat's not working or no, I don't think that track works. But yeah, more than anything, it's just like what Empole said earlier is um, like, I only want to do stuff with people that I think of, you know, that I'd be friends with outside of making music as well. Because um, it has happened a few times where I've done a track with somebody or I'm working on a track with somebody and just, yeah, there's something niggling me about, you know, them as a person. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm, you know, an angel or high, uh, holier than now or anything, but just certain things I'd seen of a, like certain MC, you know, is, is, his beliefs, his personal beliefs on Facebook and whatever. And I've just gone, nah, I, yeah, I can't do tracks with this guy. And, you know, and I pulled, I pulled out of it, um, which I never got with, obviously, with Pun, because I knew him before we started making music, not too far before, but I mean, there was enough um, bread broken, as they say, you know, before we started doing music. But um, especially what Empel said, it did it did seem that we aligned on most things and again not an echo chamber but you know if you um if you if your beliefs align more than music i think it lends itself to just making better music because you're in the same kind of headspace and you know if i do a track what i think you know is going to be a bit political obviously it's going to be kind of on the same lines as what i would want it to be not you know the opposite political stance where i'd be like right oh, what the hell's going on here you know there's an there's an authenticity we hear on this project that transcends the making of these tracks isn't there what what was the energy behind buffalo birthing yeah. <laughs> that, that that track uh, i remember just getting the, the the drum the drum beat um that i found and i chopped up to be honest that the, the first thing that came in my head for that track was like something like a rage against the machine type of beat you know, mm. but I didn't want to be too, you know, um, you know, too on the nose about it. So I didn't want to add too much to it. I just thought the the little undercurrent of guitar on there would work. Um, and I found a couple of little samples, but more than that, I just there was something about the drum beat. I thought I know these two, and especially with I say especially with Pun's background in like um, doing uh, rock music and you know being a front man. Or would it be rock or metal? What would you say, Pun? Um, well, 
<laughs> Alternative, we'll say then. <laughs> yeah, it's, def- it's definitely, it's definitely heavy music, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like bands, you know, live band type of thing. But I know, um, I'm pretty sure Ampulse, you've done stuff with, um, with a live band before and stuff like that. So I, I just knew them two would be able to, to easily destroy that track. When I got the beat from Eugene, uh, it's funny that you ask about that song in particular. Um, I actually watched a Buffalo Burst on YouTube. <laughs> and that's why I say like a live Buffalo Burst. Because um, I, I genuinely was like, that, that, was in my, that was my visual. And, and the, reason is, the reason behind it is like, so when a baby buffalo hits the ground, it runs. Yeah. It doesn't cry. It doesn't suckle. It doesn't. It, it takes the fuck off. And it learns to run within a few hours. Deer do it. A lot of animals do it. But um, to me, it was just further proof that man is the weakest mammal on the planet. Because we take years mm. to do what a buffalo does instinctually the first thing out the gate. And it was the most violent and beautiful thing I think I'd seen in a really long time. Yeah. Uh, so mm. That was, uh, and, and again, you know, as far as like animals go, buffaloes aren't the biggest, you know, like obviously elephants are bigger, but you know, when you think of like menacing force and like a, a charge, most people don't think of an elephant. Mm. Elephants really need to be spooked. I'm from the country. A buffalo will fucking just charge you because it feels like it. <laughs> like you're in, you're in you're in its field and you just you just got literally crushed to death from a casual stampede bro so, you start making talking about my messes now <laughs> so, so yeah the buffalo person uh <laughs> but yeah that that was my that was my thought process when i wrote it um, I did my thing. I sent it over. I sent it back to you, uh, Eugene. Edge fortified to cut right through. Flash and poke as we turn it. Penetrate your dermis. Shut the ground running like a live buffalo. Bourbon diamond coated. Time to focus. Take a number because we're working with an edge fortified. Just to cut right through. Flash and poke as we turn it. Penetrate your dermis. Shut the ground running like a live buffalo. Bourbon diamond coated. Time to focus. Take a number because we're working. While we're waiting for impulse to come back. I would say that it's mad because I didn't I didn't know the huge came from that kind of background with writing a beat. What I heard when it came to me was the hook from Impulse, and I just immediately started rapping along to his hook. Um, right. And and yeah, it, that's that's where that's for me. And the the in the ground and running is exactly the the thing I had in mind when I thought of writing a verse too. Um, and 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 it, 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 the energy of it was quite aggressive anyway, so mm. yeah, it, it wasn't difficult to kind of slip into that and um, and go for it. Like yeah, that that was another track. I think I, I I wrote two or three verses for before I I finished it up. I think man. What about the track Minor Muck Moves? Oh. Yeah, that's that's, gone. that's, gone. that's the one. He'll be back now anyway. Um, Minor Muck Moves. That's the the one with um, the belly intro. Right. And it was just. I think that was the the track that I made. I think it was after Density. So I wanted to find something, you know, 
that sounded similar to that. So I just found um, that like piano, but it was like a really uh, sounded like kind of off kilter piano. Um, that's the thing with the with the beats on that album. None of them are really um, like intricate, but I just wanted them to be heavy hitting. So mm. I always like the touch drums and you know. So I was chopping drums up and and layering like three kicks on every kick and two snares on every snare. So it would sound you know it, it would punch through the speakers. So it was just basically a continuation of um, of um, uh, density. So I wanted something as hard hitting. But I think it was at this point then where I was just like, well, everything I'm going to do on this is just going to be hard hitting. Because normally you think I'll, you know, take people back then. And I thought, why is five, five tracks or five or six tracks? I can't remember now. But I wanted every one of them to just be full throttle. Almost a reflection of the times of sorts as well with what was going on, of course, at that time period. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's... That's what I said. Like when me and Pun were were thinking, um, I was trying to think of you know like little blurbs to write with. I mean, normally people have like PR people or something to do right. that, but you, you don't get that with underground hip hop. You've got to do it all yourself. So we were trying to think of something, and I was like, yeah, well, in the headspace that we were all in at the time, I yeah, I I do think it was it was just yeah, it was just an uh, amalgamation of an. Of what we were seeing on the news, and you know, and like Pun, I remember you just saying earlier, it was like um, I wasn't going in politically thing, but like if you notice in some of your lyrics, it would be spread spread in there as well, you know, certain things, little little uh, nods. Uh, sorry, like you said, it 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 was it was anger manifested, and the things that I was angry about at the time was was the politics of everything. So yeah, that's yeah. the way it went, man. Um. So yeah, definitely hundred percent, man. Like it, 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 like I say, when uh, especially with Buffalo Birth and man, when 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 I first heard um, Impulse's his hook on it, it was like, yeah, I'm going in on this. I I need to be as hard as I can be, and and it, yeah, regrets all the time because you just think, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, but. You know, it that that's another thing I like about the mice and guard stuff is it is what it is. It flat out just yeah. put it down and you know, nice Don't overthink everything, you know, where I think it become apparent pretty clear, uh, pretty quick, you know, after the first two or so beats and then I just I because I think that the actual beats that I collected to send to you and Impulse was the beats that was on the album. There was none that we took took off, none that we replaced. It was literally no, everything that I sent. It was like, yeah, that's the album, you know. So yeah. and it was pretty clear from the from like one or two beats in that I was like, right, I know the next three or four that I've got to send has got to be in this type of same same type of vein and energy, you know. Yeah. Was it ever going to be longer? These two projects were they ever going to be one project unified, collected? And put together was it always the was it always the plan to release two EPs? Um, well, so from, from my point of view, I think the first one where it was, um, I think it was five tracks. And um, I, I think the reason is they're relatively short. Um, they're not really short by today's standards, really. But I right. mean, they're relatively relatively short from like me and Pun have done like twenty two track albums. But True. I think the 
reason being they were so short is because we were all working on other stuff as well. So we were like, what right. can we just grab, grab these like handful of beats that are all made for this album and just get get it, you know, knocked out quickly, you know, and just punk element to it though as well, man. You know, yeah, short, smash them in the face. Yes, yeah. what happens. Like. And I and think subconsciously so with me as well is because I thought. I know we'll do three or four or five of these. So, you know, for, for me to, to to get another five or six beats to do another one. And, you know, we're already there. We've done two. We know what we're doing, you know. And that's the good thing about working with different different artists. And, you know, like we got the Mice and Guard thing. We got the Wasp 18B. You can, you know, you can, you can kind of follow the same formula, but, but, you know, not purposely and not trying to push you know, not push any boundaries because you just do what comes natural. But you can kind of have the mice and guard for this. You can kind of go to Wasp ADB for that. You can kind of go for applied science for a different style. And I think it works that way. Yeah, yeah no, but I think from MC's point of view as well, though, man, and not mm. just not just within those genres. Like, I, I, I think every project I work on is... I'd, I'd like to show a different side of me on every one of them. It, it, it's a yeah. bit boring for me to just do the same shit all the time. Yeah. And uh, and I, and I so I think like when when and uh, like and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this because like uh, D W uh, D W Smith dropped his EP today and I'm on there. So I'm, and you know shameless plug, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> but like it, like that 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 out that the, the third track on an album is just immense, man. Yeah. Go to, but but like um yeah like I, I think me on 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 there is a different side of, of pun again like yeah and that that's that's the brilliant thing about working with Eugene as well because like everything I've done with Eugene always sounds like DJ Alchemy you know but mm. it's it's never it, it like across if it's applied science it sounds like applied science if it's mm. Panra. Um, and that's coming. Trust me, it sounds like Panra. And if it, if it's Wasp B, it sounds like Wasp B, you know. But you yeah. know, you know, it's an alchemy beat. And I and that that, that that's something I I like massively respect. So when something comes through and you think that's a mice and guard beat for sure, then yeah, yeah. it's kind of that, that thing now, isn't it? Like where if you do a beat, I kind of know as well. Like oh, that that's. Mice and Gad, and oh, that's what's being be, you know, one or you know, here and there, it'll be something else, but yeah, I completely get what you mean. There's, there's a singular thread, isn't there, in everything you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it, like making, making uh, newer, like Sam made much new beats now the last couple of months, just getting the website and everything done, but it's like really refreshing anyway, and I know going back. Now, I, I think, like, the next, if we do a, well, which we will do another Meisengard thing, I think it'll sound a bit different, but it'll still, it'll still be Meisengard, you know. Like I say, you can stick to the, you can stick to kind of a formula, but it doesn't mean you've got to do the same, the same well, set of beats or anything. Still, still push, it, push it a bit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's still plenty of things to really be pissed off about, I suppose, yeah. so. You know, absolutely. And, absolutely. And, and, and once again, most of that is is political. So, yeah. yeah. 
Well, this isn't this isn't your first time working on a transatlantic collaboration, is it, Pern? You've worked in the past with several other stateside artists. Talk about that experience and the music you've made in the past. Oh man, and like uh, like um, there was a track that we did on an L Raw track. Uh, me, D W Smith, and Brave Toaster. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And um and like D Dub says on there, uh, a D Dub. <laughs> but anyway, oh, sorry. I know I, I regret saying that already. Um, <laughs> but he says on there like uh, that he first and foremost he was a fan. Like and and that's that's something that's always been me, man. I, I like I'm a fanboy. I can't stop that. Um, like. Yeah, like I could go into that, but I won't. But anyway, that you know, when it when it comes to um, other experiences with people, like I, I guess you're talking about the alcoholics, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, that, so what's that, the story for anybody that doesn't know you? What's the story? Right. Well, well, I was in a. <laughs> I, I am still in a group called the Kennedy Soundtrack, and we 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 done a hip hop with um, the alcoholics. <laughs> And uh, um, we we like spent quite a few weeks with them actually in 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 some mad little barn in the middle of Massachusetts like it was crazy but yeah um, like I I went from my house my bedroom uh, I had a poster of the Alcoholics on the wall and then all of a sudden I'm in a studio like writing co-writing lyrics with. E Swift and stuff and yeah, they, it, like for me, it, even now it's 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 bizarre. Like it, it really is mental to think of because I'm I'm like I say I'm I'm like shit, man. I got a picture on my wall, like swimming in the water and shit, coast to coast. If you don't know the album, go and fucking check it out. Like classic. But, um, but yeah, like that 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 for me, it's like the pinnacle of everything. And then <clears throat> and then, but the do you know what though? Since I met Eugene, I've done I've done met way more people that I that I loved even back then. Um, like it's it's mad, man. It's it's just like it. I I was signed to Sony back then. I'm signed to me right now, and and there's no difference. I don't think I, I've met just as many cool people and done just as many awesome fucking gigs. It's just awesome to keep going, like. And um and like I say, I said earlier, like Eugene is pretty much anyone I've done anything with outside of the UK is all because of a hookup from Eugene. So, you know, a big up shark again for that, and that's a prime example. No fire team alpha and all. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's back. Oh, my, my phone started overheating and just apparently it just like shut off like mid sentence on me. Um, but ironically, I can add to that. Um, I want to shout out Bloodmouth. I don't know what the question was, but hopefully this is in line with some sort of answer. Um, Bloodmouth, rest in peace. Um, he took his own life. He took his own life a few years ago, but he reached out to me and kept pressing me about working with English artists and like artists from the UK and Irish artists and all that. But he was like, Hey man, that Island, like they, they love hip hop. I, um, we, he and I had done a, a song together or he had played my music for someone. And then, um, he, 
somehow I got hooked up with Human Cannon. Shout out Human Cannon. And yeah, then got- from there, from there, kind of snowballed. Like I, I've worked with like so many people over there. Uh, Eugene is is my constant, though. You know, um, again, like some I won't name any names. You know, but some of the cats, it's like, all right, we made a cool song or two, but like I, I don't I don't feel compelled to do any more than that. Um, Eugene, uh, we did. I think I did. A, I was supposed to do a verse for him for a project and I ended up doing a full song and he was like, you keep that. And then I did, I think I did actually still do a verse for him for a separate thing. And then I think that turned into our song. And then it was like, I think I was just like, Hey man, let's do an album. (laughs) And uh, so he sent me a ton of beats. It was actually hard to pick the first batch, but I did. And that became a mechanism of action. And so the next, then it was like, all right, I want to do this again. Send me more beats. And I'm pretty sure I was like, look, man, fuck this. I'm going to pick all the ones I want and construct them as projects. Yeah. And he uh, literally is alchemy, isn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> and then the cool thing that ended up happening actually is we, uh, Wasp 18B, went from just this offshoot idea that we both had because neither one of us wanted to put our name first. That's really where it came from. Yeah. I didn't want to be like impulse and alchemy or alchemy and impulse. I was like, I, I, you know what I mean? I didn't want to do that. So I was like, Hey, I've got some ideas for some from group titles and for, for titles that I have. What do you think? And uh, wasp 18 B was an idea that I had already, but I couldn't think of where to apply it to. It's, it's a planet. It's so large and it's so close to its sun, it actually warps its rotation. And scientifically, we actually don't believe it exists anymore. We just discovered it. So it may be, uh, I think it took like 4 billion years for that light to get here. It may not have been gone for 3.999 billion years. We don't know. But the concept of WASP-18b was we're a planet that's so large, we're going to rotate around the sun or nucleus or whatever, that by the time you realize what we are, we don't exist anymore, but we've destroyed everything. Right. That was the concept. And so I, cause I thought we were going to do one album. <laughs> and uh, I think we've, we've released two with two more pretty much ready to go as soon as I finish recording. And then a fifth one about halfway completed. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, and then we have, I won't, we have what three other, EPs that I've done all my parts for and we've added all the samples, we're just we, we're waiting for the other MCs, right Huge? Yeah, number three yeah, at least I think, yeah Yeah, so um, I literally, I think between the I, two of us I, think I got none of those songs on my computer, by the way, and I've heard none of them <laughs> there's, actually, there's actually one or two, like, and puns on like everything that you, you <laughs> and I do together by default, like that's my that's by design to bring us the intersectionality of all you know what I mean of right. my like or maze or whatever. It's like it it's like can't do something without impulse on it right now. To be honest with you, I got I got an EP dropping some point in the next twelve years, and um and impulse is all over that man. So yeah, yeah. It's, and again, like it, it to me, it it, does, it almost doesn't sound right. If Eugene and I are putting out an entire project, it doesn't sound right to not have fun on there at least once. Yeah. And then again, if you like that combination, 
Um, by the time, again, by the time you realize you like it, we've got like an hour's worth of music for you to go listen to. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I've been on this thing. Uh, I've said it out loud to all my friends. All the homies know, but I've never said it out loud in public. For about four or five years, I've been on Operation Flood the Market. Yeah. Um, so before people's favorite artists, and I won't name any names, were putting out five or six projects because that's all they do. I had a full-time job and family and was dropping 12 or 13 things a year. Yeah. And yeah, I put, and I never put any promotion. I never spent any money. Like, not that I'm bragging. That's just how it was. I, I wanted to create. So I found someone who wanted to create as much as I did. Mm. And we just decided to not stop. Like I said, but as far as like impulse and alchemy, like, you know, if it were to be on Spotify, Adding other people and the project with fun and my ver- my verses on applied science tracks. Yeah, I, I want to say we're, we're close to like two hundred songs or so, yeah. like one like one fifty to two hundred, and uh, and I've only seen his face like three times. So like to me that I say that to say like you're not you're not an MC if you're not creating constant like if you rapped one time that doesn't count if you made 20 beats 20 years ago and then make another one now you haven't been active for 20 years yeah and like in order in order to be active you have to be doing a, like say seven shows a year and and or putting out a couple projects yeah. so i i've seen alchemy's screenshots of the folders he's got going that's what my computer looks like crazy and uh and yeah, then whenever man. i Whenever I decide I, I, that I want to do a project with fun, uh, I pick, you know, Alchemy and I put it together, what, in a couple of days. I send it over to Pun. I start getting stuff as soon as they link up. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's, that's, that, that's that, to me, that's active. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, Pun, I sent you a bunch of stuff. I know I'm, Alchemy's here right now. We're listening to it. After I have a couple more points, I'm going to drop a verse to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so that's, that's how it goes and so to me that that's the aesthetic that i was going for without forcing it it's naturally happening yeah. uh again i have no idea if that's even in line with what you guys were talking about but that's what i thought that's pretty much not on bro winning circle victory laugh match intensity feeling for the finish line leading quite convincingly density smashing up your path didn't the asphalt developmental crash course industry is trash talk Circle victory lap match intensity feeling for the finish line leading quite convincingly density smashing up your path dinty asphalt developmental crash course industry is trash talk in terms of consistency how long do you guys how long are you usually meditating on a topic for a song before it's fully realized and written i would say that impulse generally lays the foundation man um and like set it on fire um and then i try my fucking best to uh to stand up against it really that's that's literally how i uh, how i write like quite literally i listen to it i think fucking he's amazing uh what am i gonna do and then what comes out comes out really i've i've, I've had many a conversation with eugene over um uh, uh, verses and he's like man it's fine <laughs> and I'm like bro it's shit <laughs> and he's like it, you can tell it's not even like oh, he's in the end he's like just fucking do it and um, and yeah so that's that's this 
<laughs> yeah, I every every alchemy beat I get, whether I write to it or not, I, I can safely say there may be a few where I'm like, I cannot hear myself on that, but mm. I can hear someone. Um, as a matter of fact, like I'm going to announce now that Alchemy, I'm going to make him put together an R&B project and I'm going to A&R it and executive produce it because, yeah, uh, I, yeah I'm, but the, we'll talk, I'll have my people call your people. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I just want 17 and a half percent. That's all. But, um, yeah, don't sample, motherfucker. but yeah, every, everything he sends me I, I, is fire. And so that's where it all starts for me. Like, um, I don't know what I'm, di- I would be, I'm diagnosable as something. I don't know what it is. But one of the ways I stay out of trouble and not like fight and drink and, you know, do things is, is to make music. So um, I'll get a wild hair up my ass. I want to make a project like right like today. I might ha- it could happen tonight. I don't know. And I immediately will message Eugene and say, send me beats. I need to I need to do something. And he'll send me. I don't know. However many. And it never fails. Every batch becomes at least. The bigger the batch, the more projects. If he sends me 12 beats, you're getting a six-song EP. If he sends me 40, you're getting two 12-song projects like, and probably a six-song uh, side project. Like, that's how this works. So, he, and, and, and he's literally got that many beats, though, as well. You know? It, 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 it's crazy. Every, that. Time, I say, every time I say send me, yeah. Every time I can say send me beats every six weeks. And it and it would be fifty to a hundred. I've never heard every single time, and it's like perfect. I take whatever mood I'm in. Hear them as shit. I encapsulate. <laughs> I encapsulate that mood, and it's like you know if I'm if I'm feeling like I'm full of rage, you get seven of those. I I and I take everything. Eugene knows this. I take everything that I get an idea to. And yeah. If I play, if I play twelve beats. And I like all of them, and I want to write to one, but seven others, I thought of choruses first. I won't, I'll just do them. And then I send them to him, and sometimes I have any, I mix them and don't even listen to them. I just send them to him and, and then go, what do you think? And then I'll get a bunch of emojis and stuff, and I'll listen back to it in the car, and I'm like, actually, this is pretty good. Because my goal is just to, like, to capture, you know how rare it is to, to purposefully capture lightning with the digital camera, like on purpose. That's what I'm trying to do. I want, I want to cap, I want lightning in a bottle. I want, I want whoever listens to it to feel something. I want their hairs to stand on end. I want them to want to punch a hole in something. I want them to like. Man, going back to Molly Ringworm, your verse on there did exactly that to me. Sorry, just thought it was relevant. I, I I felt like punching someone in the face. It was it was an amazing verse, bro. And uh, and that yeah that again inspiration. There you go. That, like, is that that you feel in charge? Get a hard hit a stick and move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. That that verse is fucking amazing. So if you listen to the second line, um, I say, um. I say God's getting pistol whipped to set to set the mood. Yeah, I'm not a religious person, but I know, like I, I know friends of mine. Like so, I said that out loud to someone. Like I was so angry uh, that my buddy is super religious, 
and he said something about God, you know, works mysterious ways or something. And I was like, if God was here right now, I'd pistol with him. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother, like, dropped his drink. And I said, that's a bar. Um, <laughs> that somewhere. And when so I heard that. When I heard that beat, I was like, okay, that's what's happening on this beat. And I can't remember what happened that day, but I had an encounter where I wanted to, I wanted to physically violate somebody, but I was like, you know what? I just, I promised, I promised my family, like I wouldn't catch any more charges and stuff. Like you can only beat felonies like so big, so many times. Yeah. And, and I'm getting older. My hands hurt. Like it's just, and, and realistically, what, it's kind of sociopathic to go, I'm angry. I want to punch somebody. So because I'm, I'm not Tony Soprano or anybody, I, I, I was like, let me write about it. And I'm, I, music is the only place where I can say exactly what I want and nothing is going to happen. Like the, the, the bars that I say, if I left them on someone's voicemail, I could go to jail. Yeah. So that, <laughs> the whole premise behind God's getting pistol whipped was I was like, let's go ahead. I say I think I say body bag storage, overcoming yeah. shortage, and I, then I reference Goldilocks eat the uh, the poison porridge or something. That, yeah, yeah, now it's now it's all coming back to me. But it, it but it was like I talk about like feeding arsenic to children. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You know what I mean? Right, right. So to me, it was like. When I decided that I wanted to make a, a group with everyone, we just did the first yeah, song. When we that to me was like, this is the antithesis. This song is the antithesis. I even say classic shit like Molly Ringwald, Titties and um, Malicious. Do, do Watch My Dishes. And the Watch My Dishes is like something you say disrespectfully to a spouse. Or like your prison bitch. So that's why I was like, wash my dishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, this cell's this cell's looking kind of dirty. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how, how how much did your family put on our commissary? You know, like that was the premise. Like, like yeah. you know. Like, so again, I, I was like, who better to do this with than alchemy and, and, and pun? And like I said, I've never been disappointed. When I when I get beat, I'm not disappointed. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's kind of my brainchild, my baby, and again, I'm way too fucking like overactive, hyperactive. I record, I send them over to Pun. When I start getting stuff back, I'm never disappointed. I never know what to expect, and I'm never disappointed. You got that's very very rare. Uh, I've collaborated with all. I won't do the name dropping things. That's corny. But I've been disappointed by people I grew up listening to that my friends paid money. I dropped the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've had people I've, like that right now are probably getting paid to go on tour. So they've sent me stuff, and I've sent them back, like, emails, like, champ, that ain't it. So it's very, it's very nice yeah. to, to know for a fact I can spend seven, eight hours locked in my garage drinking and recording, send it to Pun. Within seven to eight weeks, we're we're talking about artwork again. You yeah. know that's a, it's it's a it's very it's very cathartic for me. I think we all approach it the same way, but it's very cathartic for me. Like it's a place to put my dangerous feelings and thoughts. Yeah. So it's also a therapeutic platform and outlet for Eugene. How many beats are you making a day on average, Alchemy? Oh, 
man. He looks fucking tan. Yeah, that de- that depends on what you're talking about. Like per year, per average, I it feels like five to seven to me. Yeah, at, at the moment though, it's um, because of the because uh, of the thing with the website and um, and other stuff. I haven't done. I've probably done about five in the last few weeks, but that's that's literally in in five years probably the lowest I've ever been. But it's literally only because I know I've got all this um, the website to finish. But I've still got like these eight singles, and I've got like six yeah. albums with various people and instrumental yeah. albums. What's that, bud? Have you got a website? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, what is I the know, website? I, I, since we're talking about the website, what's the website? It's alchemy.co.uk. Um, yeah, I wanted the .com, but there's a there's an alchemy from um, from Italy, I think, or somebody had purchased the the .com already. So, but but better than that, anyway. I, the reason I chose the .co.uk is any time that I've ever been featured, like in I don't know, like Insomniac magazine, or you know, on yourself, like Fly Fidelity, a lot of people will say Alchemy, uh, UK producer, Alchemy. So I just thought it makes sense to have the .co.uk, yeah. you know. But um, on the Beats thing, yeah, it's just now I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I'm getting really, like, angsty. And I know as soon as the, the, the website is finished, which it is, once these singles are out, I've, I've been stacking samples for the last probably four or five months. And I've heard some that I'm like, I'm dying to do something with that, but I'm not in the headspace yet. But I know as soon as everything's done and out of the way, I, I'll just have tons of stuff to, to dig into. And yeah, so I'll know I'll be back to normal. So and my normal thing would be at least 10 to 20 a week sometimes, you know. And all fire, by the way, like I was saying before, like yeah. that. I'm right, I'll back that up. <laughs> so I think I was saying, like, with the consistency thing, that was when. um. So Eugene sends me beats, and I don't want to dis- disappoint anybody out there that works with him, but Pun and I hear everything first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we, we get first dibs depending upon what mood Eugene's in and what he's like, what we're all working on. Like, if there's an active Applied Science and an active Wasp 18B, there's already certain beats I know that I'm not even going to hear because they're not for me, they're for Applied Science. But yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Hey, remember there was a couple that you sent me for one of the wasps, and I even told you that I was like, these sound more like applied science to me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think you told me that too. Yeah. <laughs> there's Molly Ringworm, um, I think Whiskey, the Whiskey Joint. Like, There's like four or five that I thought could have gone up on Maze that I thought easily could have been yes. um, either or project. Like that was my goal is like whatever mo- we do could have been a client or could have been Wasp 18B. Yeah. Like, it's the perfect middle grade. Whiskey, it, whiskey buzz, whiskey buzz for me is one of my favorites, man. Cause yeah. that, that is literally me going, fuck it. <laughs> and, and, and it is man. I stress so much overwriting some lyrics sometimes and 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 you just tell you man i overthink things loads um but yeah that that uh, that for me was like yeah fuck it 
to speak up. But I still with bro, hit me with a few of those to drown out this fucking his middle class woes. I'm like Trump, is there nothing that this cunt doesn't know? Fight close, slam, tobacco head jam. Call me Fat Van Dam, proof shit, talk sham. Lay that slap down on that sick head of ham and take a shit on your plan. I'm bringing a boom, you're singing a fool, sticking a stool. I'm bringing a school to which I smash your whole class, getting dead. We never been cool, I severed a tool. I'm breaking a brick and a prick that is making a fool, dude. I box your tools to the head. Fuck the 1% establishment and fuck the monarchy Fuck those things we were taught and the things that we were never meant to be Whiskey River, don't run dry, accompany me bro Consumers repeat so, pop up and get sufficiently numb Before the bullshit, empty rhetoric inevitably come With um, Whiskey Baz, that was the weirdest thing because I liked the doors as well And um, I've heard that track maybe oh, 100, 200 times um, you know, we're gonna go to the next whiskey bar, and I was like, and just one day I was listening to it, I was like, how the hell haven't I sampled this already? And I thought, that's ah, probably because it's an obvious sample. So I checked out, had a little look, and I didn't see anything that had sampled there, maybe one or two, but it would have been different to how I wanted to do it. And it was just the easiest, you know, just when you get them couple of little samples, you just think, oh, this is gonna be easy, like a fun, like a three minute beat. So so easy and i think that transpired into like as you say pun where you just heard the track is it yeah just go in you know something just it's a really easy thing to to get into to write to that's happened man it's like backing up impulse and what he said man i, I know and you will tell you this too he's back when i lived in newport man you come over with a beat we chuck it on mm. and two minutes later we'd have a song mm. Or you come yeah. over with it, you check it on. And I, I knew I was going to write on it, but I'm like, yeah. dude, I can't do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know the no, thing about, um, like, the internet no, yeah. makes it easier to make uh, tracks with people, which it does. Um, but sometimes I've actually thought, you know, if you just if you just got, like, like you two guys and a, and a studio and a sampler and stuff there, you know, and stayed in there for two weeks, I'd be like, you do, like, fucking ten albums. You know, yeah, man. just it just you could chop them out and it it would just flow naturally, like. But I mean, we haven't done a bad job considering, you know, Ampulse lives over there and we're over here, type of thing. Exactly. So the whiskey bars for me, um, I actually, ironically enough, I did a side job. So I was an independent contractor for a while, and I ended up be, being gifted about four hundred to five hundred dollars in like very very expensive liquor. Yeah. So I had like I had like three or four like I had a gallon sized bottle of Jameson's like I had, you know what I mean like and I actually don't drink unless I'm recording it's it, and I don't drink every time but that's literally the only time I drink sometimes I'll go out socially but I just not, to me there's nothing better than when I know I'm being locked in for six or seven hours recording and working in my studio at home I'll I'll get like a I'll get a forty and I'll yeah. just I'll and I just feel a sip of 40. And then by the time it's done, I'm usually just mixing and listening to stuff. Mm. Yeah. And I'm nice and loose. Maybe I've like, you know, maybe I've, you know, pumped the spliff and, uh, <laughs> you know, look, throw a little blim in the lungs, you know, and, and, and just vibe out. And um, Whiskey Bars was actually, when I first heard it, uh, I actually am not a big fan of that group. Yeah, yeah. We'll just say, right? And uh, especially as an American, because I know how it, I know how inflated it is, and I know that socioeconomically at that time period, they were willing to promote any uh, non-melanated band to make sure that certain 
genres got suffocated. So I'll leave that as what it is. Right. Yeah. But um, I thought that group was a ripoff of a bunch of other really good groups. And on, uh, on no doubt, but yeah. I, the doors. I like I, a few I, of their tracks, but I completely understand where you mean with that. Hundred percent. So to me, that song, and I've heard that song before. I've gotten into bar brawls to that song, so I was like, I've <laughs> never, I've never heard anybody flip it. And I really like this. It, to me, it was very eerie. Yeah. It was, it was like impending doom. It was like, it was like a movie scene to where like they, everyone's going to this party. Everyone's got a bad feeling, but there's one guy that's like, nah, dude, it's going to be totally cool. Let's go. <laughs> and then you open the door and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. yeah. Like you're yanked in. Your friend gets yanked into a closet. You're trying to run. You're being chased. Like, to me, that's what that was. Or, yeah. again, when it comes on, it like, I imagine the video as being a bar brawl. Yeah. Um, but it's like, funny but, you should say that. As um, Jabba the Cut, um, who done the cuts on there, the first the first cut that he uses is coming for war, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, so, so when I got that one, I was just like, I remember, it was one of those ones where I think, I don't remember the individual person, but that's how I get people off my list. Like from, all right, you know, like I, when I was younger and for a long time, I would make a list and it happened naturally. It's like, okay, this or that thing happens between you and me. This isn't the time to handle it. But when it is, we're going to. You're yeah. on my and but as I got older, I realized I'm letting these people live rent free in my head. And yeah. what again, back to the sociopathic thing, I was like, I'm pretty sure that if I told a counselor this, they would give me a cycle. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me not carry a list. So sometimes when I want to like get a certain energy out, I'll remember what made me mad. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll go through the whole emotional process, have a sip, and then put the beat on. Yeah. And, um, and then just make sure I map it out chronologically. You know, like... Yeah. You know, and, and so again, like that, to me, all, all of these... And, and I hate for the, this was my outlet to, I stopped cursing on records a few years ago. I started doing more um, expressive stuff, advantageous things. My, uh, this, this group is always my rage filter. This yeah. one, like, what literally, when I have a thought that I can't say out loud, like the, a thought that would get me banned off Twitter, when I have a feeling that I can't express around my family without making everyone afraid of me, yeah. Eugene, Eugene, send me some beats. Mm-hmm. And this, a lot of these songs, literally, like, the, um, I get a marginal protection. The it, Coming out of COVID, um, I live over in the state. And I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of the Second Amendment. And I didn't realize how many of my fellow melanated people, females, um, homosexual and, like, LGBT crew, I didn't realize how many of these people didn't knew nothing about firearms or self-defense. Mm-hmm. And so I could, I went on a major kick of not only putting weapons in people's hands, because that's reckless and dangerous. Um, getting people comfortable with weapons, comfortable with self-defense, and then helping them acquire the safest, most responsible weapon. Yeah. And, and get like everyone uh, that I, I wouldn't buy you, help you buy a gun or sell you a gun unless you got your concealed carry permit, which is a federal license. You know what I mean? So like I, I so again the protection aspect yeah. uh you know was, was there and like
like I said, there was a few moments where I felt like really pent up during this process. I think, again, I think we all did. So I think Eugene may have mentioned it. If he didn't, that's why I was saying this. If uh, marginal protection is different than disposable hopefuls because it, it's COVID baby, yeah. you know, disposable hopefuls was, I, 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 it was different. I had a job, you know, like I it was, you know, I lived in a townhouse and like around a bunch of people, like, you know, the kids were going to school, things were normal. It yeah. was just like, dad's having an off day. Let's put it on this. Um, yeah. Marginal protection. It was just like, everyone could be having that that clock tower in america we call it when you freak out we call it clock tower moment because that's when people start picking people off but it's like everybody's walking around with charlie manson lamps on looking like they're about to snap yeah and but that's where i was before covid started so started i had no choice but to like it was weird to blend in which i eugene and fun both know i've told them both this it was weird for me to blend in. Everyone's anxiety that they started feeling is how I already felt around all these people. Yeah. So, <laughs> so again, like this, that, this project, like I said, it, it meant a lot to me, which I thought it was really interesting that, that we were reached out to about this one. Yeah. Uh, Hopefuls was all of us getting to know each other. Uh, protection was me knowing what I wanted us all to do. That makes sense. It does. Yeah. It does. And on a topic of protection, this artwork kind of <laughs> speaks to that, doesn't it? Featuring a illustration of a Kin Jidera almost esque monster with a man in front preparing to defend to defend himself. Are you the free headed beast or is that yourself on the front line? Who knows? Yeah, well it was um DW Smith um done the artwork and he's 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 doing a ton of artwork for me now he's basically one of the only people i'll use now because he's very very visual like i'll send him the tracks to the album and he'll listen to it and uh, we'll give him the title and now and again you know kind of nudge him with a little idea and then he just goes off and and does it so yeah when he sent it back to me there was a couple of ways i i was kind of interpreting it i was thinking like the three-headed beast there is us three and then I thought the marginal protection is just this one dude on his own just looking, you know, at this big-headed beast, and he's like the the last line of defense thing. That this this was all coming through my head, and he, he literally doubled down on. It. He was like, "Dude, that's that's exactly what I was thinking," you know. So, and the guy's the guy's but he doesn't realize it, it's a hydra. So every time he cuts the head off, three more pop up. You just fuck yeah. yourself, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, I asked, asked um, D Dub about it, man. I gotta stop calling him D Dub. No one calls him D Dub. <laughs> but then I, I just had to pay for data. Then, by the way, motherfucker. Uh, anyway, but um, uh, yeah, I, I'll get over there in a minute. Um, but no, nah, like like witching hour. Witching hour is my own. All right, Eugene, I'll tell you, I. He gets emails and text and messages from me on what ends up being like between midnight and 4 a.m. Yeah. Of like, like my time. So sometimes he's waking up and I'm still up. Yeah. So, uh, like, so what'll happen is like the witching hour was my ode to the like the night owl for like production. You know what I mean? It's like I feel I feel like a whole bunch of whatever. Here's some stream of 
consciousness violence. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually wrote that one. Um, I've gone to this place that I like to go. Uh, it's a walking mall, which actually is near me now. But lost. I realized when I was walking around looking for a fight, like that's like, but I didn't realize that makes sense. Like I wasn't actively, but I realized I was posturing. I was like, I'm walking around looking for no fucking reason. How stupid am I? And again, that's one of those like moments where it's like, I can sit here and like wonder how it happened or remember that's how I built this time to write a song. So I sat there and then broke that working on that in public drunk walking around looking for fresh meat like it wasn't it was like this is this is an actual bar yeah and uh i wonder if it was like one in the morning yeah and that sample of uh, the samples were if i'm not mistaken eugene didn't you already have the vocal samples on there yeah yeah so uh, uh, some of the vocal samples i had some Eugene ads, I never, I don't ever mention it because I feel like he's the producer. It all starts with him. If I thought of a clip from The Wire, I don't really need a co-production credit. But right. sometimes Eugene will give you something with a vocal sample on there, and it's fucking perfect. Yeah. And that was one of those where it was like, you gotta again imagine me walking around in the dead of night with a fucking forty bottle in my hand, <laughs> looking for a fist fight public you know like and then you keep and you hear that vocal sample the beat loops back around in your earbuds yeah and yeah. you're like and it's like the fuck you're gonna do and to me i'm the i'm the menacing force they're talking about like what are we gonna do man like yeah. you're you're afraid you're that afraid because you know i'm coming yeah well that was, like, uh, that was the i was hoping that would get through on the sample with um they mostly come at night mostly and then it's mm. which you know you come in I was, yeah, literally it was the, the young girl yeah. was talking about us, you know, yeah. If, if, if I didn't have family and music every night, I used to sleep during the day. All right, super quick story about me. I used to sleep during the day or whenever I, or whenever I was tired. And then out at night because everyone else was asleep, that's when I would take you, that's when I would steal your car. And that's when I would, I, I would boost the houses that were empty. Like I was that piece of shit for a while right yeah. and and i was i used to bomb graffiti and all that too so like i only conducted myself in the hours no one else was out yeah. that's why um to, like that's why i love bane and I, I i sampled the like you were oh you you think darkness is your ally like you were you were you merely adopted the dark i was born in it yeah. like that's how i feel i and said that part of the thing we were the nocturnal crew and like, they, yeah. Ninety percent of the beat. It's what you just said, though, man. Sorry, sorry, man. It's what you just said, though, with with that that because the one lyric I say is that we heard you loud and clear and we had in your way. It it um it 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 it, it is like proper fucking let's let's go take them take it to them like you yeah. know and uh, yeah. yeah. Talking about the like where you um like doing stuff at night and everything. 90 a good 95 percent of the beats i do will be in the night anyway i'll always do them at early hours of the morning uh, or if anything i'll do something in the day 
I just, it's weird. I don't really have the mad energy to do beats in the day. I'll start something and then just leave it. But then always go back to like two in the morning or something. And then it just always gets done at them hours. It's interesting. You know, so, all right. So in 2016, when I first um, started working with you, um, mm. I had the master bedroom in this townhouse, right? Mm. I'm a very minimalist type of person. Like less is more for me. And so what I did was I cut the room in half and I built the studio. Remember the pictures and videos, Eugene? I yeah. built that studio in my room. I used to actually charge people $600 to record their EPs. That's how I paid for everything. I paid rent like that numerous times. Yeah. And um, so what I used to do is black my windows out and put stoppers under the door. And yeah. I kind of soundproof, soundproofed the room. So when I was in the studio... Like in that space, I literally didn't know what time it was. I had no yeah. visible clock. Um, I just had different distinguishable alarms on my phone, like letting me know when it, I should be awake. Like, yeah. Hey, normal people are up. <laughs> you know, like it's seven in the morning now. All your roommates are up. This is the time to like, you know what I mean? This like this is so. Um, mm. That was how I operated for a while, yeah. and uh, I, I would just go to work and I. I worked from four to midnight, like four or five days a week. So I would get off just having like drink a Red Bull at like 1130 to, to wrap up clean in the kitchen. And then I get home and I'm now I'm wide the fuck awake and all my roommates are awake and they love my music. So I could, they didn't, they would fall asleep to me playing references all the time. So, um, now it's midnight. I just, you know, been frantic the day before, and I demanded Eugene send me some beats. <laughs> so now I open my email. I've got eleven beats, and we're you know we need four more for a project. So the first, what I do is I would literally I'd be hype in that mood. I'd start drinking and smoking or whatever whatever my process was, and then the first four that I got ideas to, I. Those got imported. I started sessions. Like, that's what I would do. I would up, I would import all the songs onto my computer. So I have a separate computer for the internet and a separate for my studio. So that it, they, I, they both last longer. Yeah. And so I take I would take everything on the jump drive, import it all, listen to it on iTunes on my music computer. The second I got an idea, I would open a session, record that idea, and then go away from it as soon as possible. Yeah. And it was when my brain stops pulling natural ideas, I go back to my, my pieces. Yeah. And like, I'm a carpenter, so the first thing we always do is draw a plan. Mm -hmm. Then you start building, the plans change. So I'm, it's never done until like, I pull my last fucking like, tarp up. When yeah. I take out the last load of trash, when I roll up my last mat and I put my tools away, that's when it's done. So, yeah. first, so Again, I start gathering materials. I put them all in the shed. That's to me what a reference is. So um, I'll reference stuff and it sends to Eugene, like, what do you think? If he likes it, it gets. I do the final the next time I go in the studio. And yeah. then I, 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 so, and I accumulate everything, send it to him. Or we've been gathering, actually, my man, uh, Count Fifth, um, master and mix everything. I'm actually headed to his, his house now. Uh, and I knew I had good reception. That's why I started driving. But mm -hmm. I, I accumulate everything and then send it to him. And there we go. You know, we go from there. Um, Dope. I'm pretty sure I delineated from the question, but 
So what about I the future? Pun, of course, mentioned the EP he has coming in a couple of months' time. What does the future hold for yourselves as artists and as a group, mise en garde? Um, well, sorry, well, guys. Presumably, I'll just, presumably, I'll I'll get a wild hair up my ass in the next <laughs> eight to nine months, and I'll want Eugene to send me more beats so we can do another one. Um. Mm. That's kind of, that's, I think, the future for the group uh, as far as, like, the imminent future. If I can make it to the U.K., then I, decide, I decided to serve Wales and a better part of England um, while I'm there. And then when I come back, I'll solidify the entire union. And um, so that, I have, like, we have the Mise on Guard emblem in the, cent- in the center of, like, the Union Jack and all that. Um, that's, yeah, man. That's, that's, yeah, man. Because, like, at the risk of sounding like an asshole, I got hit up by um, a few people from Wales. Apparently, there was some little thing going around. I was listed as one of the top 10 MCs in Wales, and I'm not even from there. So, <laughs> I've got so much material with Welsh producers. I bet you fucking beat me as well, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm or deny I'm on the list. And so what I actually did was I reached out to everybody on the list that I didn't know, and I have songs with most of them now. So, yeah. like, my, my thought process was, this seems like a whole community of cats that are on the same wavelength as me. Um, so let me continue to work with them. Eventually I'm coming over there, and we'll have a good fucking time. Um, you know, I, I Eugene and I have a whole bunch of stuff. Like I said, I, I've referenced numerous times. Um, I won't name the MCs because none of them have sent material in yet. Yeah. But we'll just say that I've recorded my parts. We've added samples and even manipulated beats for four EPs. They're yeah. literally just waiting for the other MCs right now. One of them, actually, I want to talk to you about later. One of them I want to talk to you about later because if the person doesn't add their parts, then I think Punch is just hop on it, it's and that could be number three. It's and I know I'm a watch left, man. <laughs> <laughs> Probably no it is already, so we'll yeah, talk about it off camera, right? Right? Yeah. Um, we've got one coming with a female who I know is going to do her part. Her name's Prowess. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, very excited about. Uh, I know you see, yeah, Prowess is a Big up to her. I know Eugene's got some stuff going with some uh, ladies he met through a project I'm doing. Um, so big up the sisters out there, all the, all the, the females in hip hop, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like I said, I know, I know, uh, I know some of the stuff we're all working on. Uh, but you guys, if you enjoyed the, the the project, you enjoyed us enough to watch this entire thing. I'm assuming you just want to know that we're gonna make another one. We will. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, over to the states, we'll perform our. If you see the three of us together, expect to hear our collective material. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Once we blow your mind, we might have some merch. Maybe we'll get some caps made to keep your brain from exploding all over the person behind you. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, what are you? Uh, what are you working on, Pen? You've got your EP coming out, haven't you, soon? Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's coming out in 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 a minute, maybe. There's <laughs> uh, the Candy soundtrack, uh, new EP as well, album. 
right. last year. Um, because next year is our uh, it's our twentieth anniversary of the single that we released called Killing Music, man. Wow. And also got the um also um the the <laughs> the next uh, applied science as well, pen. That's what we need to work on okay, soon yeah. as well. I woke this morning again Gasping for breath, nothing to the cheap ass Coffee and a smoke, can't fix I'm broke as shit and life's a bitch And a dick, so I cast all except Where blame is, and with precision Slowly killing myself, first world problems Habitat and brain fucking crumbling Just need a lift, get my fix from a beat Spew's been rumbling, something through life I march on, when I scribe Blundering fool, thundering through Set after set, bar after bar Alive when I spark, by 16s and tracks Smashed by our standards, not yours I wish I could show my appreciation for this podcast. I wish I could respond to it somehow or be notified in the future when Fly Fidelity updates because it's so great. But I don't think there's a way I can do any of those things. Uh-oh. You're wrong. <laughs> Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud and never miss an episode. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My people thought you with me where you were.